Welcome, friends. You're listening to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is the show where we read stories one portion at a time and spend a few moments appreciating the story behind the story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story and readers influence what happens next. Today we'll be reading from the Wren Island series. This is part one, scene eight. When we last visited Wren Island, Aunt Macy was talking in all capital letters again and not taking no for an answer. Aunt Amelia was happily enjoying her bacon, scrambled eggs, and muffins. Allison was wondering how she could best take care of her aunts. We'll spend about six and a half minutes reading. Afterward, stick around to hear how this scene represents a theme that began to unexpectedly emerge on Wren Island. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 1, Scene 8. That afternoon, they all walked down to the beach. Louise chased seagulls. Aunt Amelia, with Lokita on a leash, investigated shells and driftwood. Allison stood at the high tide line next to Aunt Macy and watched the waves roll in. She turned to her aunt. Since you and Aunt Amelia are going to be living with me, I want to get you a credit card. A credit card? Allison nodded. As far as she was concerned, her aunts could max out a couple of credit cards every year for the rest of their lives if they wanted to. Still, it might be smart to offer some general guidelines. If you want to order clothes, shoes, books, or whatever, just do it. If you want something big, something big. Ask me if you're not sure if it will be okay. Aunt Macy stuffed her hands into her pockets. Could I get a new jacket? The wind jumps right through this one. And Melia says her socks aren't soft enough anymore. That's exactly the kind of thing I want you to order with a credit card. Let me know if you want help. Allison tucked up the collar of her jacket against the wind. At the end of the beach, her boat bobbed at the dock. I wish we had a more reliable way of getting people to the mainland, and a general physician here on Wren. Aren't there any medical people up at that commune? Allison shook her head. That's a real puzzle. I don't know what they're thinking over there. It's wonderful that they live sustainably. It's wonderful that they're so conscientious about taking care of the land. But most of the members have been here for years. They're getting to an age where they might want to see a doctor regularly instead of trusting their health entirely to herbs and supplements. What's going to happen when someone at the commune has a real medical emergency? Don't they have a boat? They don't need one. Ralph brings their supplies and we all help cart it up to their property. Allison pulled her jacket closer. Ralph's reluctance to be the island's unofficial ferry service was one reason she stopped ordering furniture for the house. Once Ralph secured the boat at the landing, an ordeal that usually included a lot of shouting and swearing on Ralph's part, you still had to get everything down the ramp, up the sandy beach, over the dunes, and up to the house. And her property was the closest to the landing. Everyone else on the island had to cart their supplies even further, by truck or all-terrain vehicle over bumpy roads. It was one reason islanders were so keen on making do with what they had. 
It was easier to leave most of the house empty and live simply in her own way. Plus, all the blank space freed her up to think creatively. She turned to her aunt. Do you mind if I head back to the house and get some work done? Work? Songwriting. I'd like to get some work done today. Of course, sweetheart. You go have fun with your ditties. I'll bring Melia and the dogs back when they're all played out. Go have fun with your ditties. Aunt Macy hadn't heard any of her songs yet. Primarily because she hadn't written any songs yet. So why would Aunt Macy assume she was just writing fluff? She was going to compose real music. Once she got going, that is. She was halfway up the beach when Aunt Macy called to her. Would an airplane ticket be considered something big on the credit card? An airplane ticket? Now what was Aunt Macy up to? Allison smiled and waved. Want to go somewhere warmer? Inside the house, Allison headed upstairs to her office. It was more like a cozy den, but calling it an office made it sound like important work was being done there. She sat at her desk. When she bumped the mouse, the computer screen lit up and the electronic piano keyboard beeped. She pulled open the drawer housing the computer keyboard and opened all the apps she'd need. Then she put her hands in her lap. Now, what to write? Start with lyrics? Start with a tune? She gazed out the window behind her computer screen. That view would inspire anyone to create something beautiful. Symphony, maybe. Or film music. A pop single. She drummed her fingers against the desk. She stood up, walked a few paces, sat down again, watched the cursor blink, blink, blink. So there was a beat if she followed the blinking cursor. How about a tune, though? The muffled sounds of her aunts returning with the dogs reached her. Aunt Macy created a scuffle when she tried to boss Louise into entering through the service door. Allison stood, walked to the top of the circular staircase above the entry, and hollered, Louise doesn't come inside through the service door. You'll have to let her in up here at the front door. Aunt Amelia appeared below, shuffling across the round rug. Allison lowered her voice to a more normal tone. Aunt Amelia, will you please wipe Louise's paws before she runs in? There's a towel draped across the back of that chair. Aunt Amelia found the towel and cleaned off Louise, though not as thoroughly as Allison would have liked. Oh well, she'd sweep up the mess herself, and that's exactly what she did. There she was, meant to be writing an important song, and the song was just at the tip of her fingers. She could practically feel it ready to burst out, but instead she was sweeping sand. Maybe she should hire a housekeeper. No, then she'd be cleaning up after one more person. By the time she was back upstairs in her den, her home office, not her den, any inspiration she'd felt was gone. Allison, Aunt Amelia's voice wafted up from the kitchen. We're making dinner so you can keep working on your next song. Her next song? Just writing the first one was going to be an accomplishment. The cursor blinked its steady beat again. Allison tapped her fingers on the desk. There was an awful lot of clattering going on in the kitchen. What were those two cooking for dinner? Oh no, it sounded like they'd found the spaghetti sauce in the freezer, and you had to unwrap those packages just right, or red tomato bits splattered everywhere. Do, 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 she sort of sang, pressing the notes on the piano keyboard into a chord. When Lokita wandered past the doorway, Allison sang her close. Little Lokita, come to me, here you are, right with me. She scooped up the dog, huddled her, and let her voice little any way it wanted to. You are sweet. You're a treat. Best of all, you are mostly neat. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 1, Scene 8. 
Someone once wisely advised me to let a story write itself before I looked for the themes or subtle messages running through it. One theme turning up in the Wren Island series pleases me very much because it's a perspective I want to develop in my own life. Maybe you'd like to ponder it too. Sometimes we long to accomplish something wonderful. We long to make the world a better place, which is a worthy pursuit. But while we're dreaming of having a big influence, we make a million little decisions. And just by being ourselves, just by trying to do what we believe is right every day, we're affecting other people. We might not be changing the world, but we might be changing someone's world. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. To keep reading, subscribe to the podcast or click on my website in the show notes and subscribe to receive my emails. You'll be included in a bunch of fun stuff like real-time behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story invitations to influence what happens next, and you'll be right there with me in those special moments when real life inspires a story. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me.